welcome to the Heal Your Life With Us podcast. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Chrissy. Are you ready to get healing? Let's go. Let's do it. Yay! One of my favorite people of all time is on the pod today, a dear, dear friend, Dr. Sarah Pore. Hello! Hello. Hi! Yay! I'm so happy that you are here, finally. Uh, Dr. Sarah has been critical in my healing journey, Uh, a very good, good, good friend, so many years now, many, many years. I don't even know how long, um, but that is a true testament of friendship. Uh, and she is a doctor of chiropractic, amongst other things, and has helped many people grow and heal through the power of chiropractic and diet. So we're going to talk today about how important that is. She's going to share her gems of wisdom and hopefully some advice for those that are have never been adjusted or are interested in it. And um, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me, ladies. I am pleased, pleased to be here and to share. (laughs) All right. So tell the world, how did chiropractic find you? Like, what is the OG story? Oh, goodness. (laughs) Kind of a long one. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Yeah, we are. Let's go. Okay. So I was working in fitness at the time. I was specifically um, private corporate fitness in New York City. And I was in the middle of training a client, a personal training client, which I did a lot. Um, I was managing, I had a management position, but I was doing a lot of teaching classes and training clients because my favorite thing was to work one-on-one with the people. And um, so that was the most fun part of my job. And I was chatting with one of my clients and saying how I had this feeling of a kink in my mid back that I couldn't seem to shake. And I tried all the soft tissue methods that I could think of. Obviously I was well versed in that. Um, and he said, and, and I said to him, I was thinking that maybe I want to go see a chiropractor and get adjusted. And I would never been adjusted before. This is 2011. And he said, oh, I have a great chiropractor, so I'm happy to refer you to mine, but just so you know, he's pretty expensive. And I had just found out that day that I was getting laid off from my position for financial reasons. The company was basically phasing us out. And I was sort of waiting for that to happen anyway, um, because I knew that I wanted to go back to school to study physical therapy. So it was just kind of a matter of time. So he, you know, I said, well, that's probably not going to work for me because I'm about to lose my, my, um, uh, my benefits. So I need to, you know, act quickly and find somebody that I can actually afford. So I started talking to people. Like I just knew I need to get adjusted for whatever reason. And so somebody that I worked with told me, oh, I, I work in as a personal trainer in this other chiropractor's office, not too far from where we were working. And he said, I can give you a referral. So I called them up and they didn't take my insurance, but they were willing to give me a discounted rate because I knew him. And then before I, I set up an appointment, but before I went to the appointment, he said, oh, I know this other chiropractor that's in Brooklyn, knowing that I lived in Brooklyn. And my dad sees him and my wife sees him and they love him. So you should go see him. So I was like, okay, I'm going. So I scheduled an appointment and I went to the office and I filled in this long intake form (laughs) 
with so many questions all about me that I didn't think had anything to do with chiropractic. Um, I didn't know the first thing. I thought it was all a bunch of witchcraft. So <laughs> it's crazy to say that now. But uh, so I went into the office and this guy started talking to me and saying, so you're going to be a physical therapist, huh? And I was like, uh, well, he said a, a, a physical terrorist. He said, ah! he's like, why are you going to do that? become a chiropractor he's like I love your energy I would hire you right now if I could but and I was just like do I know you like you're so full of it I knew he was a salesman from the, from the get so I didn't really trust him but I liked his energy too and so we kept talking and he explained to me the the um, phases of degeneration of the spine and it really freak me out like I don't want my spine to do that you know um so basically I scheduled my next appointment I was very disappointed to find out that I wasn't going to get adjusted that day because I thought it would be one crack and I'd be fine I got x-rays and he was like okay I'm going to do my homework tonight come back tomorrow and we'll get you adjusted so I went back the next day and got adjusted and basically he told me, so this is what's going on in your spine, explained everything to me, said, you know, gave me examples of what I could feel like if we continue or what I might feel like if we didn't. And it was um, inspiring for me to keep going, but I was concerned about how I was going to pay once. I lost my insurance because I was so in this insurance mindset that I wouldn't be able to afford any kind of health care if I didn't have that. And ultimately, that led to us creating a bartering relationship where I became his personal trainer and he continued to be my chiropractor long after the time that I lost my job. And the rest, as they say, is history. I decided to move to Georgia and become a chiropractor. <laughs> and I'm still here. Yeah. So, oh, and I, I remember distinctly when he told me that he went to Life University in Georgia, I was like, that is a fake school. <laughs> no way somebody names their school Life University. This and is they did, yeah. BS, and they did. And I am a total convert, obviously. And you totally went there and you loved it. I and did. that's why I met you. And that's yeah. why we met. I, oh, I agree with him. I also love your energy. You have calmed me since day one. Um, and there's a trusting vibe to you that you immediately feel <clears throat> like you've brought that. I trust this and, you know, everything's going to be okay, which is kind of like the doctor feel right. Or what you want out of a doctor. Um, I didn't trust him. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> my Brooklyn, New York. Right, right. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you talk a little bit about uh, the price of things, which is, I think, what keeps a lot of people away, right? So when people hear chiropractic, they hear maintenance, they hear like, it's not one Forever. and done. It's not a quick fix. It is something that you can need to continually go. How do you, when you're helping people, how do you work with people there? And, you know, do you offer, like, I know there's multiple ways to offer that. What usually happens there? Well, what I can say on the opposite side from, you know, deciding that I was going to become a chiropractor to actually practicing is 
that I don't, I'm constantly learning about the sales side and how to marry the two, the trust and the doctoring with selling the product, selling yourself really. And that's always going to be a challenge. I think I currently I'm working in another chiropractor's office. Um, and so I have the luxury of a lot of staff that really take care of the financial side. However, what I've learned in that environment is that it's really important to, I think, embody all of the roles that, that make you a chiropractor. And part of that is sales. Uh, because ultimately, if someone knows that you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, then it's one tiny reason not to trust you. Um, so I kind of need to know all sides of what's going on so that I can talk to my patients about everything that I can say, hey, I'm aware, for example, that you use Medicare to pay for your your care plan. And I know that Medicare, for example, likes to pay for X number of visits a year, but beyond that, or if it's chronic pain, they're not so interested in covering that. So it's important for me to understand beyond just the doctoring so that I can earn my trust in other ways for my patients. So important, oh. that trust. That yeah. trust is so, so important. Yeah, so how, so when somebody new comes to you for the first time, like, how do you get a newbie in there? Like, what do you do for the new people that are like, I have no idea why I'm here. What is happening? How, like, what are you going to do to me? Like, how do you comfort them? Well, I, I personally haven't experienced that a lot. I'm a relatively fresh chiropractor, so I, I haven't treated a lot of people that haven't found me of their own devices, which I'm happy for because I want people to come to me because they know what I'm about and what I have to offer. I, I consider that someone that's meant to be treated by me that finds me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, however, if I were in a situation where I had someone that was brand new, which, which actually, Chrissy, that does happen. I have, I have been the chiropractor that adjusted first adjustment several times. And every time that happens, I always say, I always ask people when I do their initial exam and take their x-rays, have you been adjusted before? And when they say no, I get super excited, visibly excited in front of them and say, oh my goodness, this is this is your lucky day. You know, I feel so honored to be able to administer your first adjustment. And then I typically will explain to them how it's not me that's doing, doing something or making something happen, that I am using the vehicle that is chiropractic to allow their body or encourage their body to express itself in the way that it was made to do. And that usually makes people feel comfortable. Um, if they're nervous about, about getting cracked, you know, I can explain uh, why that sound happens and why they shouldn't be afraid of it and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that because there's a lot of newbies out there probably listening like, I want to go to a chiropractor, but I don't really know <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. So yeah, it's my, my main goal. Well, 
I feel like I have many main goals, but my main goal before I adjust a person is to help them feel comfortable and to thoroughly communicate what's about to happen so that they can give consent, you know, because I think for years and years, chiropractors have been doing what they do and not doing as great a job of communication. And so I know I have met a lot of people out there that have been to other chiropractors that don't communicate thoroughly. And that's part of the reason why they're afraid because they've had someone come into their personal space and do something that they weren't ready for. And that's why it freaked them out. Yeah. So I do Absolutely. not want to do that. Yeah. So in yeah, the I've been one of those work, people. yeah, you've been one. Yeah. I mean, I started chiropractic when I was 10 for the listeners. I had chronic headaches and my mom thought, Oh, let's just try it, which I'm so happy that she did. Uh, and I remember being really scared. I remember being saying, don't touch my neck. Like you can't turn my neck like that. And he didn't. Um, Dr. Chase was my first chiropractor in Michigan and he used different things so maybe you can tell people a little bit about the different styles that can you can offer for those that are scared you know for instance um I know that like the cracking sound is a big deal for people and maybe you can explain what that is but there are definitely ways that they can work with you especially children um and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit about you know adjusting children but just a little bit about the fear factor for people, you know, um, maybe you can help, help them a little bit with that. Okay. So what I tell people, the way that I explain the sound, the, the cracking, I'm always sure to tell people you, it's not your bones cracking, just so you know that <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not breaking your bones. Yes. that Which can is happen. totally what I thought. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that can happen. I know chiropractors that have broken ribs before. It's not a good feeling. But um, so I explained to them the the sound that you hear is happening because there is a buildup of gases in the joint space, and when those gases are released from the pressure that we exert on the joint, that creates the cracking sound. So so it's basically and- your body just farting. Your bones and your ligaments <laughs> are just farting yeah. out. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what it is. Okay, got it. (laughs) Well, typically when it comes to the littles, I like to use the popcorn reference. Oh, that's cute. But I might, maybe I'll throw a fart in there. I don't know. You definitely (laughs) have to throw a fart in there for the boys. Boys are all about farting. If they're under 10, just tell them it's farting. Yeah. It depends on the child. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I find that when people understand, um, they're, they're less likely to be afraid. However, also there is the fact that I happen to work in a practice with a doctor who has chosen a specific flow of adjustment that includes low force techniques. So I do not adjust a neck manually where you would hear those sounds unless someone explicitly asks me to in this oh. practice. Oh. And, and how do you, what do you do alternately? Uh, I use instruments. We use instruments in this particular practice. So this is coming from the perspective of a chiropractor who 
who has chosen her methodology. And that's what I follow when I'm in her practice. Um, and the instrument, I think, is it called an activator? There is one instrument that's called an activator, but uh, it's called that because there's an activator technique, which is based on very specific research. Um, so it's sort of like, I liken the fact that a lot of chiropractors refer to instruments that look like and behave similarly to activators as activators like Band-Aids or Kleenex. You know, it's that brand name that everyone uses for a product that is similar, but it's, it's not the same thing because we yeah. tend to use, we use instruments that behave like activators without activator technique. We use a different technique right. for our analysis. I love that there are different, you know, levels for people that are a little fearful. Um, and for those that are not fear fearful and they're really wanting to get out of pain, um, you know, this, we, we typically equate it to like taking care of your car, right? You change your oil and you put gas in it and you fill up the, um, you know, water and all of the things in it to kind of take care of your car, much like your body. But for those that are looking for quick fixes, right? So the so the guys that wait until the very last minute and then they hurt their back and they go in for one time and they want it to be fixed. Do you have a lot of those? And how do you kind of help them to understand that it's not quite the way that it works? There's always an education piece. <laughs> Welcome my cat. <laughs> he couldn't stay away. There's always an education piece, no matter who you're working with. Um, so I, I'm the type of chiropractor that I'm always aware of that and, and helping to spread whatever knowledge I have that I think is going to be helpful to that person. So yes, I have worked with people that want the quick fix and I can usually tell at this point who they are or if they are that person because of their language and how they present. Um, I can tell if they're not going to come back. And that's usually that person that, you know, they don't understand or they don't care about the deeper reason for staying uh, well adjusted, what chiropractic is underneath back pain, uh, what it does for the body. And so, I, it's a balance between allowing those people to be where they are and giving what you can, um, but knowing that they might not show up again. So, and that that doesn't have anything to do with you as a doctor and maybe it does, but you know, you control what you can control and that's whatever comes out of your mouth and what you're doing with your hands. And yeah. beyond that, you just have to accept the outcome. So I know it's always going to happen. So my job in my opinion, is to have open, concise, and clear uh, communication at all times so that I at least know that I have done the best to my ability to explain to people why chiropractic, why, excuse me, chiropractic is important. Christine, and I say this all the time. If you want to be healed and you want to invest, you will, you know, sometimes it's just the point of life that they're in or, you know, and Chrissy works with her clients as well. You know, she's like, Oh, I know they might not come back, but yeah. you know, I tried to help them the best that I can. Yeah. They come to be ready. Mm -hmm. What's that? 
they come to you for a reason, you know, and that reason could be one time. That reason could be for a lifetime. So it's just, there's just always a reason why you see a specific client and it's nothing against you. It's just, that was their time. Right. We have so, to be ready. Being from, you know, we've, we all have different bodies. I know everybody is totally <clears throat> different. So um, you have to deal with the feelings that come. So this is two part question. <laughs> um, first, uh, everybody's going to feel different after their adjustment. Personally, now um, for being adjusted for so long, um, I feel great the day after I sleep better the day after I feel centered, I feel able to handle things mentally, physically better. Some people may feel sore, right? Some people may not feel sore. Like for instance, my sister, she does not feel sore at all after she's good to go for much longer, holds her adjustment for much longer. So when you're working with people, how do you know when to say, okay, you need to come back in a week. You need to come back in a month. Are you feeling their body? Are you listening to their pain levels? What, how do you recommend their cadence? Great question. So. Part of the reason or the main reason why uh, chiropractors and doctors call their work a practice is that that's exactly what it is. You know, you, every person has their unique skill set um, that I believe is part of who they are as a person and their energy signature. So some of whatever skill you have when you're brand new is just based on that, who you are as a person, how quickly you picked up the techniques that you learned in school. But everybody has to practice in order to get decent and then to get good and then to get awesome and then to be amazing. It's like, you know, NBA basketball players, you have to shoot that hoop more than a thousand times before you're even adequate at it. So I think from my perspective as a pretty new in the field chiropractor, that's, that's a challenge to, to know that when you start doing this thing, that's doctoring, it's huge. It's very, it's a heavy responsibility to know that your skill set is like this. And there's so much that you want to do. So that's the other reason for me why it's so, so, so important to have open, clear communication and to earn people's trust. Because, you know, it's not like people are coming into my office and saying, okay, when did you graduate? What were your grades? Did you suck? You know, it's not like <laughs> that. But, but I know all of that. You know, so I am going to do my level best to do the best job that I can do for every person that walks through that door. And the one of the number one things that we have to focus on is presence, because if you are distracted by other things, which let's face it, we're all always distracted by other things you, it makes it harder to do your job. So I think becoming a chiropractor and, and having the gift of practicing this art and science is learning and honing into presence with the people that I work with. That's such great advice. And what a great thing for you. It makes you motivates you to be more healthy, to show up for your, your patients 
and, you know, to be present with them, um, which is, you know, like you said, just not always an easy thing, um, especially now today with all the distractions. Um, and I think one of the things I heard in there is like listening to them, right? Like just truly listening to them. And how amazing is that when you go into an office and you're like one-on-one -on -one with someone and they're so present with you and they truly listen it's that sense of connection that you have with someone. And I love that so much with my chiropractor. Um, Dr. Vasco is, I call him my health angel because he just saves the day, like all the time. And I know that when people walk out of your office, they're like, man, I feel so much better. Like you attribute that to your chiropractor. That connection is there, you know? And so, you know, you may not think every day that you're healing people and that you're like, well, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best, but you really are. You are like the healing light in someone's day. So it's pretty amazing. Um, huge advocate over here, but that's just me. Um, so, um, Chrissy has, her own little story with chiropractic. I know you don't know Sarah, but her grandpa was a chiropractor. So yeah. yeah, I grew up with a, I grew up with a grandfather who was a chiropractor. So I've been to Justin since probably birth. I just don't remember that part. Awesome. And yeah. So I, I just thought that everyone did that. I thought everyone went to a chiropractor. I didn't know that it was like not something everyone did until I became an adult. So it's like new for me as an adult to learn, oh, not everyone does this. <laughs> So yeah, I, I just I wish everyone was like you, Chrissy. I just I wish all. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a big privilege now <clears throat> as an adult to have had a grandfather who could adjust us whenever we wanted to. And it was just a part of life. Yeah. I feel like everybody needs that. Yeah. Which brings us to our child question. You know, I know that there's much I don't know if it's controversial, but you know, question if, if you should get a child adjusted, I personally feel, I wish I would have been adjusted even earlier in my life. Um, how do you feel about it? And what do you tell parents? I tell them that they should be, if they have, uh, if they have fear around it, or if they're not exactly sure why it's happening, uh, I explain to them that birth is the first uh, traumatic event of our lives. And so therefore, even if your child did not go through a traumatic birth by your standards, there are, uh, there's potential for um, nerve interference to have accumulated from the, the trauma that is birth. So when the baby moves through the birth canal, there's compression obviously that's happening, which is great because ultimately that's something that our bodies need in order to start life. It's helping to, you know, fuse the cranial bones. To, well, the, the cranial bones fuse together later. We know that babies start with very soft cranial bones for the purpose of being able to sit through the birth canal. So it's important that they can move. And also that once that sneezing has happened, after that happens, that the baby is able to remove whatever inflammation from, um, you know, fluids that build up in the head and around part of moving through the birth canal and the movement of the cranial bones helps all of that to happen. So we come in as chiropractors to 
uh, restore balance to the system, really. So that's the way that I explain it to moms that have no idea. But again, like I said, there aren't a lot of moms that show up with their babies that don't have some idea of why they're there. So I think in that sense, my job is a little, it's not that hard because I'm not bringing people in typically that have no idea why they're doing this or why it's important. So, so, but nevertheless, when someone's there, they might still be a little bit nervous. And as I said before, it's my job to, to dispel any uh, fears that they have just by explaining the process. Yeah. I mean, your body goes through so much growing up. Think about how many times we fell or, you know, whatever, like crazy. You just, you know, I kind of think of it as helping us kind of stay on track as we grow and grow into ourselves. So again, I feel very lucky that we had the chance to get adjusted at an early age. It's been obviously life-changing for me. Um, time flies, but I have one last question and I guess it's just for those out there, both in the chiropractic world and those seeking chiropractic, what is like, I don't know if it's advice or just one thing that you truly love about chiropractic that you just kind of want to share with the world. Okay. Well, I have always, from the beginning, seen chiropractic as a vehicle to help me help other people. And it's just the, it's the modality that I chose to express uh, my love for helping other people. So I think for anyone that wants to help other people, which I think a lot of us here, I know all three of us women are making it a priority to help other people in our lives. It doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't matter what the modality is that you choose to help other people. It's knowing in your soul that that's what you're meant to do and finding the modality that, that suits you as a person. And part of the reason why that is chiropractic for me is because of the fact that it's within the field of chiropractic, we still have at this point in time, the freedom from westernized medical, uh, the westernized medical system to have open conversations about things that might seemingly fall outside of the scope of chiropractic. So it's a, it's a dance for me between um, practicing within my scope of practice, applying the principles that I have learned as a chiropractor to help people heal, but also sharing information that I know about health and healing with the people on my table. So for me, it's just as much the communication, the education piece, as it is the doctoring piece. Yeah. Yeah. As I've said to you many times, Dr. Sarah, I love your brain and Mm -hmm. I love how it works. So I'm so happy that you got this chance to share it with the world. Uh, Listeners, if you have not ever tried chiropractic, coming from all three of us ladies here on the call, it's life-changing. It can mean health, for you for the future. It could mean more sustainable relationships, uh, a clearer mind. It opens up a path for a totally 
unique and healing journey for yourself. So try it out. It's uh, something that may be uh, a part of your life that um, can really, truly help you. It has helped all three of us here. So thank you so much for sharing your story, your healing abilities, um, and just keep shining your amazing light. We love all that you're doing. Um, and I'm sure you'll be back on the pod with new things to share. You're not only doing chiropractic, you're doing so many different things. So we will have that as well in the future. So uh, you can find us um, at the Heal Your Life With Us podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in, in and watching. Um, we're seeing you and your comments and we're loving it. Uh, I am at CBC Inked on Instagram. Yep. And I am on Instagram as well. CHR1 underscore SSY. No, it's CHR1 SSY underscore. I swear she knows where she is. I swear I know my Instagram handle. And Dr. Sarah, where can they find you? You can find me most active on Instagram at Dr. Soul Bless. All right. So much. Yes. Please go and visit her, follow her for some amazing lifestyle healing um, advice and information. And we will see you next time and maybe get adjusted. Yes. Thank you so much for having me here. I love chatting with you ladies. Thank Thank you. you. The best. Thank you. 